Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today I'm going to be talking to you about the benefits of infrared sauna for treating Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And hopefully by the end of this video, I'll, I will have convinced you that using a sauna is incredibly beneficial as a therapy for treating Hashimoto's thyroiditis if you weren't already aware of it. Um, it's an incredibly safe and effective therapy which can be added on top of supplements, medication, diet, and so on. It can help with detoxification, it can help with anti-aging, it can help with boosting your immune system, it can help with weight loss, and so on. So I'm gonna describe the benefits of far infrared sauna and go over these in detail. But first, I wanna explain just a quick, uh, you know, a little, a little bit about a far infrared sauna. So what is a far infrared sauna? How does it differ from the, the traditional steam saunas or the finished steam saunas that most people are familiar with? So really, the far infrared sauna is a combination of heat and far infrared light. And I'm gonna explain what far infrared light is and how it works in just a second, but I want you to understand just the main differences here right now. And that is just that in traditional saunas, the, the steam saunas, they are um, heating the air around you and they have a lot of steam associated with them and they get significantly hotter than a far infrared sauna would. The far infrared sauna combines both light energy as well as heat production for a deeper penetration into the skin, which has a little bit of a different effects and probably more therapeutic benefits than a steam sauna does. And that's why I think it's a little bit better than Hashimoto, or better for people who have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Does that mean uh, that you shouldn't use a steam sun if that's available to you? No, not necessarily. And I'll be talking about why just heating up your body is a good thing in general as well, especially for thyroid patients who have a hard time sweating. And when you remember that one of the best ways to get toxins out of your body um, is from sweating, uh, excessive sweating, it's kind of a, a catch-22 with thyroid patients who don't get the opportunity to sweat very much because their thyroid is reducing how much they're capable of sweating, but you can sort of force that sweating to occur if you get it inside of sauna. Having said that, I do believe that the far infrared sauna is, is more beneficial for those with Hashimoto's for the reasons we'll be talking about in just a second. So how does the far infrared sauna work? Is it woo-woo, is it, you know, is it crazy or, um, no, or something like that. No, not really. It actually makes perfect sense when you think about it. So let's, there's two main ways that you get benefit uh, from a far infrared sauna. So number one is from the heat. Now, if you've watched other videos, I've talked a lot about cold therapy or cold exposure. So exposing your body to extreme cold, like jumping into a, um, a cold shower or something like that. This is, you know, called the Wim Hof method. It can actually be very beneficial uh, for your body in general. And that's because it kind of takes you away from wherever your equilibrium is. And what happens is your body likes to stay in a certain set, um, uh, uh, this, this period or this, this uh, set of parameters that we call equilibrium. And when your body goes outside of it, it does everything it can to push itself back in. And it just so happens that when you go outside of this, either if you're getting too hot or too cold, um, cold in the case of the Wim Hof method and hot in the case of sauna, your body will create cer certain proteins and enzymes. Um, it will upregulate up certain pathways to push you back into there. And you can take advantage of those, um, those pathways that are being activated to get benefits inside to your immune system, to your weight, uh, to your metabolism, and so on. So that's really how the heat aspect is working. Now, the other aspect, which differ, differs from the steam sauna here, is that it also is associated with far infrared light. Now, light waves themselves can actually have therapeutic properties. And to give you an example that everyone knows about, let's talk about the sun, okay? So when we talk about the sun, I don't need to convince you that staying out in the sun and getting a really bad sunburn is bad for your body. What you may not realize is the reason the sun causes damage would be from something called ultraviolet lights or the UV rays that come from the sun, okay? Now, when we look at light, there's a spectrum of light that we can see and there's a spectrum of light that we cannot see. So humans see what's called the visible spectrum and that's the Roy G. Biv, that's the, the rainbow that everyone knows about, right? But outside of that, either on, on the front end or the back end are different wavelengths of light that have different properties. Um, on this side, you know, at the end of that Roy G. Biv is violet, we have ultraviolet and ultraviolet is what is produced by the sun. 
which can be both good and bad. And on the other side, we have um, red, which is where we start it, and then we have infrared, meaning it's um, beneath or, or away from that red. It's on that other side. So infrared light has therapeutic properties, and it contains energy, which when it gets inside of the body can have impacts that we can take advantage of. So that's really how it's working, um, is a combination of the heat as well as the infrared light. Now let's talk about what these things do for your, for your thyroid gland if you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. What are the benefits? And there are actually many, many benefits. So I'm going to be talking about the most um, common, the, the most, um, let's say, most beneficial for somebody who has Hashimoto's, and I'll explain why that is. So number one would be detoxification. So no matter what, every single person listening to this, you are going to be coming into contact with chemicals um, and metals and other things every single day that your body must get rid of. You don't want these things inside of your body. Now, normally the body's pretty good at getting rid of them. They get processed through the liver, they get processed through the kidney. Uh, as long as those, those organs are functioning properly, they, your body has a pretty good way of getting rid of them. But the problem is not everyone is equally as good at getting rid of these uh, toxicants as other people, especially people who have thyroid problems. Because remember, in the very beginning, I mentioned that people who have low thyroid function have a hard time sweating. Well, guess what? One of the best ways to get things out of your body is through your sweat. You can also um, get it out through your kidneys, which would be through your urine, um, or through your stool, which would be your GI tract. You can also breathe them out. And then another big one, one of the, the big four, would be sweat. So, But thyroid patients don't have the advantage of being able to sweat things out. So what can happen in certain situations is you can get an accumulation of these things just slowly over time, right? Because as you're coming into contact with plastics, which we'll talk about in just a minute, um, some cosmetics, pharmaceuticals, you're touching things all over the place, just a small amount is getting absorbed into your body and it can creep up and you know, have a big impact over 10, 20, 30, 40 years um, if they're not being taken care of and they're not being eliminated appropriately. So we do know that getting inside of the sauna has a, has a pretty profound effect on detoxification. And this detoxification is mediated through something called heat shock proteins. So what happens is when your body gets under stress, it creates these things called HSPs or heat shock proteins. And they're primarily designed to basically refold your proteins because what happens as your body heats up, you have all these proteins which have complex shapes and they kind of unwind a little bit. So these heat shock proteins are supposed to put them back together. But these heat shock proteins also have additional benefits outside of their impact on folding these proteins. And then what's happening is you have these heat shock proteins being eliminated, which are helping your body get rid of things that shouldn't be there. And you're also eliminating them via the sweat. So what things do we know that get eliminated via the sweat? Well, when using far infrared sauna, we can actually test for this. So what, what researchers have done is they looked at people who are sweating for other reasons, let's just say working out or being out in the hot sun, and they've sampled the sweat and they've tested that sweat and they've looked for heavy metals, they looked for um, chemicals and other things. And then what they did is they put uh, the same people or other people into a sauna and then they checked that sweat. So they looked at it, is there anything different about the sweat that, that comes off of somebody inside of the sauna versus somebody who is just outside sweating normally? And the answer is yes. In fact, there's, more, there's a significant higher increase in those chemicals and heavy metals in somebody who is in a sauna compared to someone who is sweating regularly. So there has to be something related to the far infrared energy or the far infrared light, or at least the sauna environment itself, which is improving the detoxification um, compared to just sweating normally. So that's why this is actually a better source of sweat than let's say just running outside and exercising outside um, in the summer months or whatever. Now we also know that when it comes to detoxification, there are several areas which um, several compounds and heavy metals and, and things like that that get detoxified um, or that we have uh, evidence which shows that they get detoxified in the case of using AFAR infrared sauna. And this includes heavy metals such as mercury, aluminum, cadmium, cobalt, and lead. We also know that it's uh, particularly effective at removing bisphenol A. And bisphenol A is something that's found in plastics and food packaging bottles and so on. Again, something you're coming into contact all the time with. 
polychlorinated biphenyls, which this is primarily used in industrial manufacturing. So if you're inside one of those settings or if you're messing around with um, uh, in a manufacturing plant of some sort, you might come into more contact with these than someone else who is not in that environment. And then also phthalate compounds, which are found in soft plastics, cosmetics, and pharmaceuticals. So again, these are things you're coming into contact with all the time, whether you realize it or not, and far infrared sauna can help eliminate these things. And, and in fact, many of these things, including bisphenol A, they're called endocrine disruptors. So these things, when they're inside of your body, if they're not eliminated properly, they can negatively impact your thyroid. In fact, what they can look like are they can kind of mimic the effect of certain thyroid hormone, um, even though it actually isn't thyroid hormone, it can block your thyroid from actually working. So if this thing is sitting on, on, on top of your cell and your thyroid hormone is trying to get in, but it's being blocked, this endocrine disruptor is disrupting thyroid function. So if you can eliminate this from your body, then you can improve naturally thyroid function in the process. So that's one of the ways that um, far infrared sauna is beneficial uh, for detoxification. Again, it's a combination of the far infrared light as well as the sweating that can occur. Number two, it can reduce inflammation, which is very important if you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Because remember, Hashimoto's is predominantly an immune-mediated disease, right? It's, it's your immune system attacking your own thyroid gland. So, and that's mediated through inflammatory pathways. So we know that when somebody goes inside of the sauna, they have an increase in both interleukin-6 and interleukin-10. These are um, cytokines found inside the body, and they have an impact on inflammatory cascades. So it's a really complicated set of cascades where you have a, an interleukin or a cytokine which can trigger this cascade of events. So it's a long list of enzymes that get, um, get activated, and it can either be uh, putting the gas on inflammation or it can put the brake on inflammation. So in this case, it turns out that the cytokines that get produced when you heat your body up, they put the gas or they, they're like pressing the brake, uh, sorry, not the gas, they're pressing the brake on those inflammatory cascades, and the net effect is a reduction in inflammation. So if you can reduce your inflammation, then you might naturally be able to improve thyroid function because you're not gonna be damaging your thyroid gland. So that's why this one is very important. Number three, it also has an impact on weight loss. So uh, there's a couple ways that this works. I'm gonna kind of explain it um, as we go. But first I wanna tell you that I've successfully used and recommended sauna therapy to many people who use weight loss regimens. In fact, it's one of, I think if you're trying to lose weight, you should absolutely use sauna, not by itself, but in concert with everything else. So using thyroid medication, using uh, the proper diet, um, the proper amount of exercise, taking supplements, and even taking hormones. But using the sauna in addition to this really augments whatever therapies you're, uh, whatever weight loss results you're going to get because it boosts the effectiveness of those therapies. And I'll talk about that right now. So what ends up happening is that when you get inside the sauna, it takes, um, your body's heating up, right? I don't need to convince you that that occurs. Your body's getting really hot. But what you may not understand is it takes a lot of energy to then cool the body down. So you're, again, your body's trying to get back to that equilibrium state. So when you get really heated, your body expends a lot of energy to try and get that body back to whatever core temperature you're used to. And so by doing so, you're, you're exerting a lot of energy, which is causing the burning of excess calories. So right away, it's helping with the caloric um, side of the equation. Number two um, is that it also is helping with weight loss because it's mediating other pathways. So let me explain it this way. Imagine you have some uh, chemicals that have been inside of your body which are interfering with your, with your hormones because they're endocrine disruptors. Remember those EDCs, that's the thing I mentioned in detoxification. So imagine you have those trapped away in your fat cells, they're making your fat cells a little bit sick so they're not as hormone sensitive as they used to be, you're maybe having some issues with leptin, you're maybe having some issues with your thyroid function, but then you get in the sauna and you're eliminating those um, toxicants, you're eliminating those through detoxification, so that system's working a little bit better. 
Now all of a sudden you're reducing inflammation at the same time, which is helping your thyroid um, function better as well. In the case of Hashimoto's, remember if you reduce inflammation, you can increase thyroid function. So you have a, an improvement over on the detoxification side and you have an improvement now also on the side of thyroid function. So it's probably the case that getting in the sauna is helping all your other systems work better, which is allowing you to have more metabolism, to burn more calories, to have reduced inflammation. So everything is kind of functioning more smoothly. So I don't think there's anything magical about sauna for weight loss. I just think it helps other systems in your body work so that your body can actually lose weight um, because it's getting healthier in the process. And again, if you want to use it for weight loss, um, don't just use it by itself. Combine it with other therapies. Combine it with other things because that's how you're going to see the best results. So number four would be it promotes relaxation and stress reduction. So sauna therapy is really good at helping to release endorphins. Um, and it also, in addition to releasing the endorphins when you get inside the sauna, it's releasing something called norepinephrine. Um, it is, doesn't seem to have an impact on cortisol as well as epinephrine, but it does seem to increase endorphins and norepinephrine. So you might get worried um, that it's having some impact because those uh, can be stimulatory potentially uh, depending on where they're, being, uh, a lim or where they're being secreted, but that doesn't seem to be the case. It seems to be that there's a net, net effect of the release of endorphins as well as norepinephrine is a relaxation on the body by triggering the parasympathetic nervous system. Okay, so if you, that, let me just briefly explain it this way. There's kind of two systems that are always sort of fighting with one another inside of your body at any given time. And that includes the parasympathetic nervous system as well as the sympathetic nervous system. So the parasympathetic nervous system is the rest and digest um, system inside of your body. It's a thing that when you're winding down at night, you're, you're relaxing, your body is um, getting ready to, to get into a deep sleep, your, your food is being digested because you're taking nutrients away from it. It's kind of causing the entire body to relax. Now this, this system is sort of um, in competition with the sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or flight response. Now, you know if, you're, if you've been in that situation, if you're in a stressful situation, or maybe you're, like, let me give you an example. Maybe your boss is yelling at you, or you're, you've gotten a fight with your spouse or something like that. You're not gonna be wanting to rest and digest when you're in a fight with somebody, right? You're gonna be in the fight or flight response. Now, that's a good response in that setting, but it's not something that should be triggered all the time. You need to have a balance between these two systems. And it, it appears to be the case that getting inside of the sauna activates the rest and digest, um, which is the parasympathetic system, which can balance it, especially if you're in stressful situations. So that balancing of the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system uh, is something that's very important, especially if you're somebody who's under a lot of stress. So if you're constantly triggering that sympathetic nervous system, you need to have it balanced with the parasympathetic nervous system. Otherwise, you're going to have a hard time winding down. You're going to have a hard time extracting nutrients from the food that you eat, and it's going to lead to adrenal problems or cortisol problems as well. And obviously, if you're a thyroid patient, you know that there's a connection between thyroid function and adrenal health, such that if one of those goes down, it takes the other with it. So if you have adrenal problems, that can cause thyroid problems. And if you have thyroid problems, that can cause adrenal problems. What's more important than knowing that there's a connection between the two is that if you treat one of those systems, it doesn't necessarily treat the other. So if you have a thyroid problem that causes your adrenal problem and you treat your thyroid problem, you still need to focus on the cortisol problem. So it seems that the sauna is impacting cortisol as well as thyroid function in an indirect way. Number five is getting in the sauna has a, an effect on immune function, which again is very important if you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis because it's predominantly an immune-mediated disorder. And this seems to be mediated through several of the pathways we talked about before, including the heat shock proteins, FOXO3 proteins, um, and then also a direct impact um, on the inflammatory cascade, which I mentioned previously. So it's, you know, there's a lot of complicated pathways in terms of how it's benefiting in, um, your immune system. Uh, I'm not going to get too much into those other than to say that it has a balancing impact on Im the immune system. So if you're somebody who has problems with immune function, if you have 
you know, your immune system is riled up and attacking its own, your own body, which is the definition of an autoimmune disease, which is what happens in Hashimoto's thyroiditis. If you can slow down that, that immune uh, attack, then you're doing something good for your body in general. And that seems to occur um, when you get in, inside of a sauna. Number six is that it's very beneficial for pain relief. Um, and in fact, joint pain and muscle pain are very common and very hard symptoms to treat if you have thyroid function. Now we know if you get inside of the sauna that it releases beta endorphins, which are the same endorphins released when you are exercising. So it's not as if the sauna is taking the place of exercise, but we do know that exercise is beneficial for chronic pain syndromes um, through the release of beta endorphins. And also sauna is beneficial for the release of beta endorphins. So if you're somebody who has hypothyroidism, in fact, I just had a comment on this um, today. Somebody said, hey, look, I know I need to exercise, but I have so much pain and weakness, I can't exercise. Well, guess what you can do? You can get inside of the, the sauna and you can kind of have a similar um, effect that exercise would be having on, in your body by getting inside the sauna. And then in the perfect scenario, as you reduce inflammation, as you increase thyroid function, as your weakness improves and as your pain improves, now you can get outside, you can exercise more and you can get a more natural release of the beta endorphins through that mechanism. We also know as a couple honorable mention, mentions here, um, uh, getting inside the sauna helps to improve energy levels, it fights fatigue, and it also helps with better sleep. Uh, in fact, I have my own sauna and I use it uh, very frequently. I would say probably about five, five times a week or so right now. And I primarily use it for sleep because I think it's probably, uh, it's, it's not clear exactly how it's helping to improve sleep. My, my own personal guess is it's probably through the mediation of the, the parasympathetic uh, nervous system. So as your body gets into the state of relaxation, it's easier to fall asleep because your body is getting ready for that. Um, so that's probably how it's helping with sleep. What we do know for sure is that when you look at people who are having insomnia, you stick them inside a sauna and then you look at them afterwards, they all get better sleep, right? Well, not all of them, but most of them do. Enough that it's, it's a, by a significant margin. So if you're having issues with sleep, you're having problems winding down, if you think that your, your uh, sympathetic, your fight or flight response is really amped up or really jacked up, then getting inside a sauna is very beneficial. Now, there's many reasons to get inside of a sauna. Um, I would strongly recommend if you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis that you consider the use of a far infrared sauna. But if that is not available to you, then at least try to get into maybe a finished sauna. But just be aware that the benefits of the far infrared sauna probably come, a lot of these benefits probably come because of the far infrared light therapy and light energy that doesn't exist in the finished steam sauna. However, you will st you still get some benefit because you're just increasing the temperature of your body, which is causing a whole lot of uh, a cascade of changes, including the activation of heat shock proteins to push your body back into that equilibrium state. So it is beneficial um, to do one, but if you have the opportunity to, and you have Hashimoto's, do opt for the far infrared sauna. Nowadays, they're actually not that expensive. Um, I don't know if there's uh, um, places where you can go that are maybe outside of um, a, a clinic or something like that near you that you can do, but I know a lot of um, workouts or, or gym places, they are now offering farm for a, or they're offering sauna therapy as well as part of a gym membership. So that might be a way for you to get to one um, if that's available to you as well. But just look around and if, and if worse comes to worse, you can actually purchase these things. Um, they're actually not crazy expensive. They're pretty pricey, but um, you know, if, if it means better health for you, then it may be worth considering. So I would look at potentially buying one, but remember you're looking for a far infrared sauna, not just a regular sauna. So there's a ton of benefits from far infrared sauna. Um, I hope that you guys found this helpful. If you have any questions about it, uh, maybe how often you use it, what kind of temperatures you use, how to use it for detoxification, et cetera. If there's enough interest in those kind of questions, I can tell you how I recommend using those things. So leave those in the comments below if you have additional questions. And otherwise, that's all I have for you guys. So I'll see you in the next one.